say whenever I want to thank him. But uh, certainly the person who's mostly responsible for uh, putting together the program and all the arrangements is very nice and we have a lot of accustomed to him. He asked me to um, make an announcement on the schedule of 2.50 because of a gold heart and it says, uh, helping uh, for me to learn with clarity, confidence, and efficiency, it says part two. My gold heart is saying it's not really part two. It's really the same session he gave in the morning for the people who aren't here. So if you were there in the morning, you don't want to go to it in the afternoon, or you could go to it. And if you weren't there, you don't have to feel that you can't go to it because in this part one, it's, it's uh, something, uh, it's uh, a segment by itself. Also, if everyone can shut off their cell phones um, for this session, for all sessions, out of respect to the speakers. We have a Klal at Tarnasaira that we instituted, I think it's already three conventions ago, that there are no introductions. And when we instituted it, the first person to speak was Shmuel Kamnetsky Shinta. I introduced him and said, my cover to introduce a guy named Shmuel Kamnetsky Shinta in Philadelphia. And he sat down and as Shmuel came up and said, Grace Hashikaya. So I think everyone is happy that way. No one came to hear me. People came to Rebel Dostoyevsky. It's my colleague, the Jerusalem Shimon Bear Washington, the Bank of Yansky Shimon. Rabbi Meister rushed a little bit. He said that he's very Yekish and things start at 140. And the nice thing about speaking in a Yekish environment is that you can set your watches to 140. It's just a shame that the rest of the world is not Yekish. They might tell you it's 150 actually. So uh, we'll have to correct the outside. Um, I'm sure some of you must have been a little bit perplexed at the topic of learning the Shema um, as if everything else has been taken care of. The only thing left to do is the learning the Shema part of it. So certainly Silver Spring the whole about Madrega, of course, and uh, the, last, the last bit is learning the Shema and then we're just in place. But the truth is, I really wanted to understand. The Shema is not a final Madrega learning but rather it's built on certain character traits that do have to be built in when you're young and it really is a developmental process of things that are in a, the nature of the child and personality and that's really the point that I would like to speak about. Before we can speak about how to teach, how to foster an environment that brings about the Shema, what you really want to ask yourself is, what is Lishma? And most of the time people say, well, Lishma is for its own sake, and that's what it is, and so on and so forth. And people, I think, are missing. Um, people have a sense, I guess, learning Lishma means learning and not having the outside Nagiyas. But what is learning Lishma? Um, let's translate it to Tunis Hanefesh of a person, and that's the point that I really like to work on. So let's start out with an illustration of what's not Lishma and different degrees of Lishma. Let's say I meet a person, let's say in a shidduch setting or, or in any social setting event, and someone asks me, um, you seem to spend time with the person, do you like the person? And I say, yes, I do a lot. Why? Because he's very rich, and you know, he might be giving money for the institution, and it's great. 
so that it's true the person has money and um, it's good for me to have that cashier and to have a lot of money but we say to ourselves as far as that person's personality goes it is the outermost layer of possibility it's not even the person it's just something that's attached to the person and therefore what I'm basically saying is I like the shell but what's inside it I have no shyness a second person um, I meet and I say I like the person a lot why? the person is tall, dark and handsome attractive so for almost all along you know a lot of people describe their spouses that way and is there a lot of them? yes I married him because he's tall, dark and handsome um, is he a nice person? I will find out is he intelligent? I don't know but listen the main thing is he's tall, dark and handsome so for some people that's called the Shemar in, in, in terminology of Rumus Olam that's called I like a person I like him what he is what is he? tall, dark and handsome for us that's not the I meet somebody else and I say I like the person a lot why? he's witty he's sharp well, some people feel Zekalada the gradations of personality keep going more and more in a way that we would classify as deeper as more essential to the person let's take an, a, a, a final example if I have a worker who's working in my factory and he's great, he's quick, he's on the ball, works very well and so on and I pay him for it, and I'm very happy with it and something happens to him, he becomes not well he's no longer capable of, of becomes, he becomes slow, he becomes special paralyzed so I'll let go of him I mean, if I'm, if I'm mentioned, of course I told him I'll pay him money and so on and so forth but bottom line, I am going to say listen, I mean I like you because you're a very good worker, you produce X amount of radios per hour you can't do it anymore I, I don't like as a worker anymore I mean, I, you know, I'll give you money, I'll say, oh, fine, great let's say God forbid somebody's father is now wealthy and you have somebody tell me something about your father and he says, well he's so deep and so understanding and so comfortable and so much that and so much this and so much that and now he's got about he's helpless in the car. So say, well, so get yourself another father well, no because I hit home at something there is a core of the person that I have yet to describe and as far as those type of relationship goes it's just a shama, whatever you want to call it and so on, that's it so what I'm, what I'm illustrating is something that has a lot of layers going from outside to inside you can stop at different places and for different people different aspects of personality are the essential person that, that's him and if I'm able to tap on to the essential part of a person that's called Lishma there are some people that are very coarse and unfortunately very not ominous and for them having the money is them I like it when I have money people you know I'm rich I'm this and that so for him that's him and so 
That is as regards relationships in the world. So relationships in the world come in various degrees, and we identify it as ancillary to essential. That's the range. More ancillary, more essential. That's the, the very essence is the schmuck. So when I like somebody for what he sees himself as, and if this person sees himself as chesed, as the atzmis of chesed, and that's what I like about the person, and he's a very giving person, then the person feels that he is like. If the person sees himself as a guardian of the Iker, and chesed is a side thing, I'm not going to be happy when somebody latches on to me because I always get a chesed from me. I'm going to want somebody who appreciates me for what I am, and chesed is a nice part. The, those, that's a description of what the Shema is and is not as regards any type of relationship. What about HaKadosh Baruch What about Torah? One person learns Torah because he can become wealthy. Besides deluding yourself, it's also not really a, a, um, a unless you're reform in the reform business, but, but in this business it's not, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an illusion, a delusion, that word. But, but, so, so that's obviously not the Shema. What about if somebody, if somebody learns Torah because HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes bad people, gets back to good people, and the only way to know what to do is Torah? That certainly is close to the essence, but it's not quite in the essence itself. In order to try to understand what the Lishma of Torah is, we're going to have to, without getting into impossible to describe, which basically becomes meaningless to us, we're going to have to describe quality, link it with a quality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is revealed to us, and be able to hit home on that reading. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has told us, Mahu Rachu, Mahu Rachu, Mahu Khan, Mahu Khan, Torah Spoh, Torah Chesed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Kela Mishpat, Torah is called Mishpat. There are many, many different types of appellations of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midos and Torah, and by getting a sense of which of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midos can be described as essential with relationship to the other Midos, we'll be able to have a picture about Torah that will tell us what is the Shemar Torah, how do we approach it, and so on. There are two reasons why this is very important. I mean, besides the fact that we should be learning Torah Shemar, that's the hope of aspiration, that's the peak of the mountain using the, 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 the medical list from this Torah. One reason is because it will help us understand what we need to develop in ourselves, Secondly, the closer you hit home to the essence, the, the longer lasting relationship is. For instance, if my relationship with a person is because he's wealthy, money comes, money goes, and the relationship is as good as, as, as his bank account, that's it. If my relationship to the person is because he's witty, and he's, he's, or the person is, uh, let's take the other example, yeah, the person is tall, dark, and handsome, when the person becomes old, craggy, and, and, and not so handsome, then, then you don't have the patient, and so on. The, the, the more 
is hit an essential item, then you have a long-lasting relationship. And like the that we gave with your father, since the relationship goes to the very core of his neshama, to the very core of who he is, what he is, then even on his deathbed when he displays none of the qualities he has, it's your father, Lanez Ahmetzach. So by identifying the kudos in, in Torah, that is the essential point of it, the essential midah, it also gives us a grip on it that we don't shake easily or, or never. So let's ask ourselves, what is the midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is, if we can array the midahs of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all of the middles, what would we consider to be the essential one? So Hazal told us, when, when, for instance, imagine a person writes a letter. In your letter you describe how you feel about different things, certain items that are of interest to you, and at the very end you sign your name. Signing your name is youth. In other words, I'm not feeling well is a trap in my life. I would like some medication is a trap in my life. Please send me God to so-and-so. Do this and this. Those are all details of my life. The signature, my signature is me. And Chazal said, Chosomosh al-Akadosh Baruch Hu Emes. Akadosh Baruch Hu signs Kaviyachal his notes with Emes. And Chazal gave an example where there was a question about something and no came down and said, Emes, and that's how they knew it was Akadosh Baruch so if we're looking at the different needles of HaKadosh Baruch like the array of the needles, and try to, to distinguish between what are needles of HaKadosh Baruch and what is the needle of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chosomosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu's And Rosh Hashanah, when we come into being, and that's when we declare HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the most primary terms, we talk about Hashem, Alekim Emes, the MS, MS, the middle of MS is the very hallmark of the Torah. So, if we to ask ourselves, what aspect of Torah is the core aspect? So, let's give an example. Um, I guess in a teaching way. Let's say a person tells somebody, learn, and someday you will become a very close rabbi and get a lot of cover. So that we all understand his experience. But what if the Rebbe tells a Talmud, you know, it's a brilliant spark. Like, people who learn are geniuses. There's more Chachma here, there's more, it's, it's sharper better than any other place. It might be true, but that's part of the beauty of Torah, that's part of, of the Chachma. I don't know if I can get the core If I can't, so somebody could, and the Raya is, somebody can come to me and say, listen, Geometry problems are also very tantalizing. Algebra problems, um, science problems. I need to find something that marks off Torah from other studies. There's brilliance, Chachma Begayim Tamim. So if I just focus on an aspect of Chachma, I have yet to define the critical aspect of Torah that is Torah itself. So there are other Chachmos, there are other brilliances, there are other beautiful words, that, and, the, and there has to be something about it that this is this distinguishing mark, the litmus test. The Rambam says, 
Ha'osik me'ahava. Someone who ha'ovid me'ahava. Ha'osik b'toro b'mitzvahs. V'holech b'nesivas ha'chafma. Lo mipnei dava ba'olam. No exterior reason for it. V'lo mipnei yiras ha'ra. And not because of the fear that something will happen if he doesn't learn. V'lo kidei lirish ha'tov, but not because he gets ganeidin. Ela. Oise ha'emes. He does emes because it is emes. So the Ramam has defined for us that a person is the, the defining factor of the Shema. If I want to give it a description, what is the Shema? What is its essence? What is the thing that is its essence? So the Ram says, and the source for the Ramam is a Gemara, I think. It um, it's not brought down that that's a source, but the Gemara says in Shabbos, that keep debating with each other in order to sharpen the halacha. In other words, the dialogue and, and the tension of two people debating a halacha, Akarishpoka holds them. Yochol Akilashalishma, Talmud Loma al Dvar Emis. The Fasik says Slak al Dvar Emis that it has to be for Dvar Emis. So Chazal, the Gemara is identifying the opposite of Shalolishma is Dvar Emis. In other words, when you have a tension between two people arguing, and each one is saying a different story that I agree, if the purpose is because that's where you get the emiss between the two, that's called lishma. So you have two people coming from two different angles, and since when you come from two different angles, you hit the point, that's the point, that's the, that is the essential point of Torah. It's defined as lishma. And on a personality level, it's defined as the Barans. That's what Kazala said. So we have here a definition for Lishma as being identical with Enes. And there are two types of Chinuch that I would like to present as, as the way, as areas that are very strongly affected. The first one is how do you encourage a child? Forget it. Now, the truth is, the Rambam says, you're supposed to start with Shalom Lishma. You're not allowed to start with Lishma because no human being starts like with Lishma. The Rambam in Zakdamah to Sanhedrin to Pelech says very clearly, you're supposed to start by giving candies, money, kavod, and then if they are mature enough and ready for it, go on with the message of Lishma. So, we're not talking about starting with the Shema as being the primary ingredient of Chinuch. But how do we inculcate a child with it? So let's, let's take a look at, um, let's take a look at, at, at a different type of, of, of teaching. What drives a kid to learn science? One of the things that drives a child or any human being is we want to know and understand 
the truth. Like, why is it that a rock falls? It's something we don't like to live with things where we don't understand why they really work. We ask ourselves, sometimes you have a, a situation, a person comes along and tells a story that's not true. Either he's boasting, or, or he's mixing up facts and it's not true. And it's not a mob it really does make a difference, big deal. And yet people become very, very, very upset. And they protest and they know it's not true, you didn't do it, it was he that did it, and, and you're taking credit for it. So what do you care? Well, it's not to get anything. There is a strong sense in a person's nephesh for Emmys, just like Chesed. It, 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 all the Midas Tovos are Akarishkovos Ratsan, and, and there are receptacles built into our nephesh that relate to it. So if we keep pounding away at, um, don't you see how poor this person is, and such Rachmanis and so on, we touch on the nerves of Rachmanis and we bring out Rachmanis in children. Emmys are desire to understand, to know really is something you can hammer out and get out from a person's nephesh also. Not only also, it's the essential problem. In some ways, it's the latest, one of the latest ones to develop because it's so deep. Chesed, a, a young kid of six or seven, is already feels bad for other children. The, the desire, uh, on the other hand, a child six or seven has sometimes not an easy time distinguishing MS from not MS. But at a certain point, a person tells them, I want to know the MS. People will, will I mean, talking about the secular world, will be most enough to write histories that are true, or at least in their eyes are true, even if it might be getting arrested or whatever, and he says a big deal. You're not fighting for freedom, then you're just writing the facts as they are. And the answer is, there is that co-op in a person, and it is probably a core part of his nephesh, just like by Akadosh Baruch this is Hosomo, so at other visits someone of Kim, that's his host. There actually is a Benidona, when he speaks about Emmas, he describes Emes as being Yisod HaNefesh. Emes is the foundation block of the Nefesh. And I think he means because it's parallel to Hosomo HaKadosh Baruch So it's not just a nice thing that we have. It's not just an extra thing. So you hear when a Rebbe teaches children, and like I said last time, uh, with a lot of caveats, I'm not an experienced teacher. I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't teach doctrine at an age but it's only the Mechanach, really, or it's too late for Mechanach, one of the two, but it's certainly, I, I've got very little in that sense, and you do know and do understand that it's going to the people that, that, that are working with it. Each age is different, each child is different, but there's got to be a development. For instance, a, 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 a Rebbe will say a and say, isn't that brilliant, isn't that sharp? You say a Chrifistik That's very nice. But you have to. But there has to be room to say, you know, this is a three for six part. This is but you know, this feels like the ends. This is ends. This is shot. I I um, once heard a minor from a putna. The putna uh, um, was tremendous. Amkin, his mamarim were very deep. They're very beautiful. And they were enchanting just with their beauty and, and everything about it. But I vividly remember a mime I heard when I was a young boy. He said a shot on a mission of this, which was very beautiful shot. 
And then he said, it's a nice chat. But the Chobos Nochnit Ongechab Barhals. It's like when you catch somebody and hold on to his shoulder instead of grabbing by its neck. You know, it's a chat I said is a chat. It's not the chat. And then he said a second chat which we really felt addressed the heart. One of the problems is you develop, you, you say nice chatim, nice verklach, things that are nice, and that's a meter, oh, that's very nice to a daughter like that, but it's not grabbing it at its heart. Then a Rebbe should say, this is Emmis. This is what it says. That's something, the Rebbe has to be convinced of that, and it's something that the child has to hear that Emmis outweighs other things. I remember Reb Nochum, what was my Rebbe in the mirror, Reb Nochum was a Goyen Olam, Ankin, tremendous uh, Rosh Hashiva. And one of the things that would sometimes puzzle people about the way he said a share, you could sometimes ask him a very good kasha on the share. And he'd think a minute and he would say, it's a good kasha, nice kasha. Sometimes somebody would show him another Ramban, he was, he was saying Chak Ramban, so another Ramban, he would look at it and say, you know, I think I'm wrong. And the weight of the first kasha was much more powerful than the other Ramban that he showed. And people sometimes outsiders were very puzzled by it. I mean, I asked this guy, he has a powerful kasha and a really good kasha, and nothing said, good. You, you know, give yourself an, uh, an A for a great kasha. And somebody would show him a deal, and nothing would look at it and say, you know, I don't think, I think, I, I think we have to start all over again. And the reason was very simple. If he felt that the kasha was a kasha on it, so fine, it's a, this is Pshat Nirajva, I'm convinced. The kasha is a kasha, I'll have to deal with it. I'll have a test, I won't have a test. But I think I've identified what the Rajva is saying. But when a person showed another Rajva and it became clear it's not what the Rajva is saying, then there's no point to it anymore. It, what it says was the first point. Is this what it says? Is this not what it says? And if it's not what it says, a thousand Jerusalem are not going to help you at all. It's, it's, it's not something that, 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 will, that, that will make it more ends. And it was a very fine mishkal. It was a very fine way. Sometimes you would, you would think you'd go on. Sometimes you must work the whole night, really, the whole night of Shabbos. Again, close and said, you know, it's just not right. And, and he could have held us down against anybody. That's not, that's not, that's not, what's his problem? He, 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 he could outrun anybody. You couldn't catch him on the cash. But he knew it wasn't empty. When Lachman, when he said a shear, his highlight of the shear wasn't, you know, the svara. Like, everybody gets excited at a different part of the shear, depending on what you have been show me. One person is going to hit the depth of the, of the svara. One person is going to make the cheshbim and it's, it's very, very sharp. Reb Nochum, at the end of, basically, the end of the shit, he'd come back to the Rashi that he started with and say, now read the Rashi. Isn't that exactly what he says? That was, that was the high point of the shit was, he used to say, Dvolen Pitzavah. That was his lush. Exactly. I'm reading Rashi. And, you know, now that we finished the shit and we're starting over again, and this is Rashi, and it, it reads that way. And if it doesn't read that way, then it's just not empty. I, I, someone told me once that he used to love Kripus of Bokul when he was young. 
he said, he got older, he started picking up some shots from Heidenheim and Kumbish and so on. And he said, well, it just, it's good because, it, it, yeah, that's what it says. I mean, he's right. There is building a harafa for Emis is a very, very important kind of alternative. That's one aspect of, of, of this kind of for Emis and Ishmael. There's a second aspect, and this is a more subtle one and goes a lot more to the heart of the Talmud rather than to the heart of, of the Shia. When you are, when you understand something, the same shot can be said over by two people, one of whom the shot is the emissary says. To another one, it's contrived. It, it, it's not. That's not what it says. And it's part of, of the emiss of Torah that it, it, it dresses itself, it lands on a surface of a macabre. In other words, for some people, this type of chassidim, when they say chassidim Torah, live it as the emiss. Because that's the neshama. For, for a literature person, how it looks like mind boggling. You don't really mean that this is what Rashi is saying, all those gematrias and all those verbat and all those. And that's part of the Ayin Panam Torah. But there's got to be a sense inside the child that it's Emmis to him. One of the things that I find sometimes frustrating, and again, let me give you two or three anecdotes. A, a boy, a, a very cautious boy from a very cautious high school, he came to me as a bit of a relative of mine, and he was unhappy with his learning, but he's a very good boy. And I, I want to get a sense of it. So we sat down in the learning, I sat down and said, say, so I asked him something, so Rashi, very well, very good job. I asked him about Rashi. Rashi seems to be adding something to Murray, there's no reason for it. So he said, yeah, he says, um, let me think, there are six Pshatim for this Rashi. I said, you know, I don't know any Pshatim. I'm learning with you, what's Pshatim? No, Rebbe said there are six Pshatim. Six Pshatim don't enhance Pshat. I mean, my Chinook, and I'm sure there are other Chinooks, but my Chinook was, there's no one said Pshat. Sometimes you have Chinook, said different Pshat. But at the bottom of the line is the six are alternative Pshatim. And obviously you want to try to expose the Talmud to a lot of different types of approaches. And you need to do it different times to get this far. But you've got to have a sense of the Rebbe. This is what it says. And this is what, what, what it says in other places. He didn't, he didn't know what I wanted from him. I said, there are those six, but Rashi has one shot. What do you think shot is? I, you know, all of those six are, are you know, the, the greatest proportion. But you're learning Torah, and there's got to be a Torah's emiss that fits to you. What, do you. what seems to you shot? He was helpless. He was like asking to be in Chinese. That is a problem when you, you don't shut him and it becomes shut him. You don't add. Sometimes you dilute the sense of struggle to get to an end is that you feel, I feel this is chat. In halacha and in psaq, you have to ask big paisik and the big dog and do like that. In Talmud you have to work until, this is the way you understand it. One of the great lessons of this, I was also by Reb Nachum. Reb Nachum used to, I mean, the main shir was in Nachum Zikim. There was a tkufa when he said on Fridays in Kachim. And just to get a sense of it, uh, I used to say that from 1 to 2 Friday afternoon, it was being the light. 
Um, they used to say unconscious. And he had a, a stellar, a very deep shear on Kegel that he had printed up. Very difficult to understand. It was printed in, in, in October, I think, many years ago, I think, in the 40s, the 50s. And he came to that subject. Everybody was waiting for him to say it. He said a very pale version of it. A very simplified, a similar, but without all the knack that it had and so on. And someone went over to me afterwards and asked him, you know, um, how come Rebbe didn't say what he wrote and he waited to hear? You know, he says, I just don't feel it that way. I just don't feel it now. I don't feel it that's pshat. He, he could have said over the words very easily. He could have said over exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't have a cash on it. There wasn't a problem with it. But if he doesn't feel it, that's not his emiss. And it's, it's, in, it's, and it's, a, it's a very hard, it's a long and hard chinah for these things. Um, the, the, I once heard from a Rebbe of mine. His name was a king of kind of Bracha. And his son is the Shashiv in Denver. His other son is the Bracha Shashiv in Pittsburgh. He was a Rebbe of mine in RJJ. And he was a stellar figure from the old Doriath. He was lived from the 70s. And he told me the story. He came to Rabbi. He was 12 or 13 years old. And he had a Shem as a I guess, or as a Bakishra. And he obviously wanted to live up to his reputation. So he was sitting around a polytrophy and his mind was working overtime to, to get a cash on the ship. And sure enough, he snaps up with a cash on the real ship. Akhal looks at him and he says, It's not an honest question. So he, he realized he thought he must make a mistake. So he worked it over, worked it over, and then. Um, the kasha is a good kasha. He said, name the shtimp, it's a good kasha. It works out. He says, no, said, the kasha is a good kasha. It's not an honest question. It's not, you weren't listening to understand, and this was blocking your understanding, but rather you needed to make a point, and even if the point is technically true, it's not honest to the person. There, there, there is the tonus of emis. It, and it's a very hard balance. Rabbi Shaul Salanka says that in his, in his uh, letters, he writes that learning and growing is a balance of two separate kohas and efforts. One he calls the poisonous koah of wanting to be ahead of the game, being successful. A kid needs to be stimulated because there's ambition, he wants to be best in class, covered, those are things that are imperative, because that's why you work. The world doesn't exist for the Shema. And he says, the core of ends. The, 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 the Shema, and the, and the other one he calls the gift of which means the poisonous influence of, of the competitiveness and ambition. So, you do need, in a, in a school setting, to provoke. You, you, you can't start, the Ramam says, you can't start with Lishma. That's not the way to start kids need stimuli in terms of prizes, they need stimuli in terms of competition, and so on. Those all have a place. But what's very critical is there has to be a slow um, for Emmys. There has to be a certain metzius of a, a child learning to appreciate Emmys. So let me sum up the, the points that they will make. Learning Lishma is not just 
a very, very high madrigal. It's a core of what Torah is, and we have to build our learning around that core. You can start out very far, but it's got to keep heading towards a direction that is what the internal aspect of Torah is. We have to be heading towards that essence. That essence is called the Shema, because when you want something for its real reason, for its real essence, that's called where your Kavanah is the Shema. If we want to give the Shema, what is the real essence of Torah that describes it in the most essential way? The Mida is Emes. It has Chesed, it has Mishpat, it has Din, it has Gdula, it has Menchazvarim, it has wonderful things. But if I can ask you, what is Torah in one word? Emes. It is the real understanding of the Bria. What belongs to me, what belongs to you. How does one marry a woman? How does one divorce a woman? How does one doubt HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What does one say HaKadosh Baruch Hu? When is HaKadosh Baruch Hu closer to us? When is he distant to us? How do we bring him a, 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 an expression of kirva? How, how does one bring a carbon? What is damaging the people? That is, is the ultimate science book of the essence of the Bria. And we have to bring out in the kids a harakha for emis, the desire, like the Rambam says, that the oisah emis is emis, because it is emis. That is one half of it. So understanding, so everything, it's, it's nice to, to encourage a child, this is a, this is a brilliant part, this is a deep part, this is a shmaka part, but a child has to hear occasionally, ah, but this is such an emissive part. And, and obviously you have to mean it and you have to hear it. This goes at the heart of the math. That's one thing. The second thing is, the child has to also begin to get, uh, uh, in his nefesh, a, a desire for emphasis. I, I, just one more anecdote, which I really think is, is I had a cousin, uh, a young who was born with a, that's a autistic cousin of mine, who was born with um, limping and he had a physical deformity, a kid who worked very hard on himself, pushed himself really hard, um, and uh, one of the kids was, was, was a young child, he was at 19 in a car accident. But at his hospital, his rabbi told over a story, which, made a tremendous impression on me. He gave in, he was a very good student, did his work well, he handed it a china, and one question was blank. So he asked him, you don't know it at all? So he said, no, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I have some point, you know, I have some ideas of it, but I don't know how to answer the questions that. So he said, so why don't you write down what you know, and with that option benefit. And he said, um, Meaning, I, I don't float. It's not a little knowing, a little not knowing, a little more, a little less. Do I know the answer? Don't I know the answer? And if, and if the pieces don't come together, I just don't know it. It's a very hard meter because it's not the meter of young children. Young children are, they want to grow, they want to succeed. Ambition, those are healthy, normal drives of a child. But there's got to be groundwork for understanding is this an emissary or not an emissary And it relates to many things. It's late. I don't want, I don't want to go far. Uh, but it relates also to the way people delude themselves. 
I, I once saw somebody sitting next to me at a yeshiva when I was learning. This person was very into food, very indulgent person. And he was sitting on Shabbos eating spoon after spoon of chong and saying, the covered Shabbos, the covered Shabbos, the covered Shabbos. I couldn't take it and ask him, what's this all about? He said, that's what it says in the spine, it's supposed to do. But why? I mean, be honest with yourself. Because Sunday is a cover Sunday, Monday is a cover Monday, Tuesday is a cover Tuesday. I mean, you're consistent all week long. Like, like why is it a cover Shabbos? But, but it's a chino. It, 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 it's, it's learning not to be emis with yourself. We don't develop enough in ourselves to receptacles for emis. So we also need understanding that it's, it's good to be emis. The safe possibility is it says, Gam Anything that's not essential, if, 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 if you like somebody who causes money, the money comes, money goes, and the French goes with that. If you like somebody like Umasalam because the person is, is physically attractive, then that comes, that goes, and there's nothing left. When you attach yourself to the thing itself, to the very essence of it, it stays forever. It's true in learning. If a person likes sharp stuff, deep stuff, this stuff, that stuff, you know, at some point in life, it phases out. But if the person wants to understand the Emes Vibriya, that's a Tchudas nefesh that goes to the Emes. Because the, as the years go by, and a person's competitiveness, the, the kid who's, done, who's learning really fast as he was going to be the greatest machine in the world, when he turns 40 and 50, he's found his place, he's not going much further, up or down. And then that peters out. When he catches on to the Emerson of prayer and the Emerson of himself, then it lasts forever. Because the, the Emerson is a leader that can never mishtana. It's, it's Emerson. And, and, and the, that's, that's a thing that will remain with him forever and ever.